Welcome to Quick Shots, a short format traditional archery podcast, where we introduce you to some of the world's most influential traditional archers, and occasionally, some random dudes. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Quick Shots. I'm your host, Mick Chambers. I'm here with Ray Fletcher from Riverbend Longbows. Hey, Ray, how are you doing? Great. Good, man. Good. Hey, um, it's a pleasure to meet you. This is the first time we're meeting this first kind we're, we're actually talking. So we're going to be able to get uh, to know you a little bit more today. And, and we want to start that off by really understanding, you know, can you give us your background on how you got into traditional archery? Well, started very young age. Um, I grew up in New Mexico, so I was already surrounded by kind of a native culture, the hunter, you know, aspect of it. So always been leaning towards the archery part of that, um, making stick bows. My dad helped me make strings for him, you know, whatnot, and uh, progressed on and on. And then through my teenage years, finally acquired like the compound. Everybody had a compound. So I went through that phase, but uh, once I got older, I did, I did make a kill with my compound and that was quite boring actually <laughs> so <laughs> and you know I was you know group in quarter size groups at 50 yards there was just no fun for it and fun in it for me so I've been shooting traditional now for almost 30 years wow that's 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 awesome so that's a that's quite the heritage and uh, have you always been um have you always been longbow guy or do you shoot recurve at all or I did have a recurve for a while. Uh, it was just like a PSE something. I can't even remember what it was. And uh, then I started shooting longbows. I shot a few at a traditional shoot and I thought, this is this is the way to go. Yeah. And then you're, just you're... One, thing, one thing led to another and now all I shoot is longbows. Because <laughs> well, you, you, make, you make longbows. Why don't you tell us a little bit about <clears throat> how, how did you get into making bows then uh my cousin was a boyer at the time and i'll leave his name unmentioned because i don't think he does it anymore and doesn't want to but he was very very good but i was making the laminations for him because i i'm a carpenter and i used to do custom milling and trim work so i had the machine machinery to do so and so i was making the laminations for him which are the laminations of wood that go between the two compressed pieces of the fiberglass right and uh you know i was broke raising a family but i wanted to boast i'm like well why don't i just make my own so there you go and that's how it kind of got started made a bow and started making bows for people friends family and got a little better at it you know and there we go so so did you have a was it frustrating at the very beginning i mean i I don't know anything about making bows. I, I've seen a little bit of video online and stuff like that, but it seems to me like, you know, anyone that I know that's tried it, even carpenter, I have a friend who's a carpenter here in, in Kansas and he tried to make forms and stuff like that, but you know, he's had, he had so much failure that, and he spent so much money trying to make all these bows. He said, I just buy one. So like, that's why we depend on people like you to be experts at it. Right. Well, what happens is too, is, I'm a finished carpenter and I do very meticulous, articulate things anyway. 
So I kind of nailed it right off the get go because there's no room for error when you're building a staircase. So I just brought that right into the bow process. You figure it out, formulate it, get it right the first time. And so it just all flowed together through my finished carpentry skills and background, I think really helps, you know, you know, a lot of people do the, 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 you know, everybody can do it. It's just a matter of background knowledge definitely helps. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, skill working with, with wood too. I mean, that's, that's, super. Yeah. you know, there you learn how to, how wood reacts to whatever you're applicating it to or what, you know, and I've already had experience with laminating um, objects like uh, doing tangent staircase returns and stuff, you know, the big ornate. Yeah. But that's a whole different ball game. Yeah. But the concept of that and making wood do what you want it to do, reading the wood, the grain, everything, which that's not as complicating as in long boats whatsoever. You know? Okay. <laughs> really so making a staircase is more complicated than than making a bow for you oh yeah, yeah. wow <laughs> <laughs> i never want to do it again that thing i did done it's done <laughs> but that's that's interesting that's super interesting because i would thought you know again just from people i know that like yeah i'm gonna try this i'm gonna try and make a bow and then you know then i'll have a form and then i'll just make you know bows going forward um they have a hard time but you're you're right. I mean, with your understanding of wood and how wood works, um, I think that you you had a leg up there. So, how many bows do you make a year? Uh, well, of course, it's really picked up this year. I really decided to really go forward with this more and really plug in myself late nights on Instagram, YouTube, just really trying to crank it, crank it, crank it. And so, uh, this year I'm. 22 since january wow. so so you're on pace to do like about 50 or something like that maybe, maybe i hope so 40, i hope 40 to do more that's a that's amazing that's pretty amazing though uh, that, that is that is pretty amazing and you're you, the style of bow that you're making what kind of what kind of bow are you making it's uh it's i'm kind of going for and i'm uh more of the vintage style look like you would have picked this up off the shelf in 1945 you know yeah it's a slight slight deflex reflex with heavy reflex and with this form which is very accidental but formulated i guess you could say okay um getting a lot more speed with less poundage yeah, that's, that's really what everyone's after. I really need to get it more. Uh, I've had it chronoed a few times through guys who have ordered bows from me, and they're spitting them right down there. You know, uh, had one guy, he was shooting uh, when cart when the gold tips they used to be the thirty five fifty five arrows mm -hmm. uh, with the hundred twenty five grain tip, and he had a forty five pound at 28 but of course he was pulling a little bit further i think he was 182 feet per second oh for a so, long yeah that's not bad yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's getting there and and they don't stack up at all really so they're very that's... very 
I've had no negative comebacks or uh, bad reviews so far. So. Yeah, and you're telling me that that's interesting to me because you're telling me previous to this this conversation, you're saying that they're 60 inch bows. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of that you know sweet spot. You can kind of be in a blind. You can be up on a tree stand. Now that's really a good hunting bow. Yeah, and with the reflex tips, um, I've had this conversation with other people too. Um, you know, it's borderline recurve, but not really. Um, you don't get the pinch point in the string as you do a regular style B style longbow. Yeah, yeah. And that really helps. Um, yeah, I don't know. I got lucky and I'm sticking with it. And that's the only bow I'm going to make. You know, I've no. had a lot of people want this style. I'm like, I don't do that. This is my bow. That If you want it, that's what you get. Yeah, when you stick to one thing, you do it really well, then people can come to you and say, hey, I, this guy only does this. He's not a jack of all trades. He's just yeah. he's just this one. He specializes in this one thing. And mm-hmm. it's kind of more trust. You know, it's very it makes you very trustworthy because you know, he, you, then you get to see that same bow with like maybe 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, 100, 200 people that already have it and are already testing it. And you can get good reviews back, right? Like you said, you got great reviews back. So, um, yeah. I, I don't know that I've seen any testimonials on your, your, uh, Instagram, but I'd love to see that because, um, you know, that would be great advertising and great marketing for you. Right. Um, cause well, it's uh, John, uh, John Heffernan, he has a YouTube channel called Wingman115, and he does yeah. a lot of reviews. And he reviewed my bow. I've got several other little small YouTubers that have reviewed my bows for me. And then I've got a just, you know, I do. I get a lot of personal feedback messages from customers, which is great, you know. Yeah, Wingman's a great dude. I mean, he's he's got great, great content, too. And, you know, I, I'll have to check that out. I don't know that I saw that video. Uh, I've watched most of his stuff, but I'm sure I have. But that that's interesting. That's interesting because, yeah, the more you get into people's hands, the more, you know, again, it's the same bow, right? It's the same yep. bow, uh, which is really cool. Now, do you, can you make it? So so if I'm not crazy, but I've got a 45-pound long bow. I'm kind of, I'm edging them back to 40 now as I get older. Uh, and you're already oh, yeah. saying you got lots of speed. I mean, so can you make it at 40 at, at 29 or something like that if i i were to, to okay. ask you for, so no no problem customizing it that way nope i can uh, do left or right and whatever poundage preference you want if you want to do up to 60 i won't do anything more than 60 because i think that's just ludicrous <laughs> there's no need for that yeah no that's uh, a 55 pound bow would take an elephant down really yeah i think so it's true um but some of the guys from england i had a guy on here from england he shoots 120 pound bows you know those those english war bows or long bows um and and you know they it's it's a thing right it's yeah it's not so much a a, it's a thing it's like hey i want to you know i want to connect myself back to old english days you know and so so yeah that's what they used to shoot and they used to shoot long distances and it's more uh not for precision shooting i don't think uh, at least they, that's Novel, they novelty, novelty shooting yeah no well they got they have big groups of people that do it and then uh yeah so so that's cool so just the 60 but um what's the lowest poundage you can go uh, i've done 30 okay all right so yeah. so beginner and uh 
and advanced. That's really good. Now, do you recommend, sorry, go ahead. 30 is plenty for us, you know, seven years old up, you know. Yeah, I was uh, eight, I think nine or 10, maybe nine or 10. I had a 35 pound um, bow that was very similar. I think it was 58 inches um, that my dad gave me when I was a kid. Uh, I was old Ben Pearson. Uh, I had that thing strung the wrong way, right? Yeah. <laughs> it had no had no shelf on it. Like it yeah. had no shelf on them, right? <laughs> and uh, and so it was strung the wrong way. I just eventually, I just yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. It was a it was a good experience though for me. <laughs> yeah. How's it, how's the hand shock on that thing? You're gonna, you're gonna you're the boy here. You're gonna say zero, right? Um, I mean, every bow has a little bit, I guess, a tinge. But what I've heard from everybody else, I don't even notice it. You know, anything like that. Right. And everybody's no hand shock. You know, I've had I've had nobody say any hand shock whatsoever. So, yeah, that's good. I think that's one of the, I think that that turns people off. You know, the more you know, the yeah. D, D oh, I've had I've had some that just rattle your teeth. You know, but yeah, or shot some. I haven't owned them, but I've shot some that are just horrible. But no, these are very smooth, very very user friendly. I guess you could say. So if someone wants to purchase a bow from you 45 pounds 28 um where do they go to contact you to do that instagram is my platform i'm using for that they can just private message me and we'll make it work see we're u.s canada only right now i'm not doing any international for now until i can find a different courier that's trust dependable <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't even. Hey, just I'm Canadian. I don't even know if I trust Canada Post. Uh, like, actually, literally. actually, I mailed uh, two items the same day. One to Chris Leclerc up in Canada, and one to Maine. And the one got to Canada before the one got to Maine. Is that right? Because I got you know I get my uh, for for my Canadian listeners. I get my my parents to 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 mail me uh, butter tarts. They're these really delicious. Right. Do you know what butter tart is? I know what they are. I've never had one. But. So they're so good. They're so good. So, and it takes like a month to get here. <laughs> it's like, it takes like a month from like the border to get to the U S border. And then from, it takes like uh, 20 days. And then it takes like three days to get from in the U S you know, the, so yeah. don't make fun of our U S postal service. We had an awesome U S postal service. No one should make fun of those guys. They work super hard, especially during COVID. Great, great people. Customs, not so much. I've got a bow floating around in Denmark and one floating around in Sweden somewhere right now. So <laughs> that's the worst because you know what? New Terrible. bow day, you make people smile. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I know you probably know this, but new bow day is probably the best day in, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's like, it gets my heart right racing the same way that you know shooting a buck does you know yeah. or, or a deer like gets other people's heart racing when i get that new bow it's like and then when it's late or it doesn't come it's it's frustrating it is super frustrating yeah. 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 hey um so getting back to you as an archer so are you uh are you a tournament archer are you a uh 3d archer or just for fun or just fun and hunting that's all i you know, goof around in the backyard. I might go stumping everyone, stumping every once in a while, but mostly a uh, small game, large game, bow fishing for sure. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to us about bow fishing a little bit. I mean, you're you've, you've got some videos up on your channel right now, bow fishing. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting to me with a longbow. Yeah, it's great. And uh, you know, as far as talked about instinctive shooting, that's one way to get really good at instinctive shooting because you have no time for walking the string or crawling the string or gap shooting it's grip it and rip it because you only have that one moment most of the time of that fish coming up a lot of times we have and we have time to prepare ourselves and kind of get your depth perception or you know but you're still reading the light refraction of the water you have to kind of know where to place the arrow because it might look like it's here but the fish is actually here or here you know depending yeah. on the angle of the water right so most of the time you're going to aim low because the fish is actually closer due to the light refraction than right. So the arrow comes right into it. So there's a lot, you know, it takes a lot of a uh, lot of shooting, a lot of experience, but as far as instinctive shooting goes, that's a good way to learn. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny, I mean, there's this is the hot topic and it's always the hot topic, right? In, in oh, yeah. archery, if you if you <laughs> I don't even go on message boards anymore. Like remember back in the day, there was all those message boards and you go on there and they talk about instinctive and the people aiming and gapping and, you know, there's a bunch of stuff and uh, there's no such thing as instinctive and that sort of thing. And sure, mentally, maybe, you know, it's, it, you, you can, you're aiming somewhere along the line, but it, it really is a, a split second decision. You know, you have to, you have to go by feel a lot of times. So you're, you're an instinctive shooter right and your your split finger instinctive shooter just traditional traditional as possibly as you possibly can be um yeah so that that's interesting to me too i mean that you know we keep having this conversation it keeps coming back is you know about this instinctive thing so i think we need to put this to bed and just say you know if people want to say it's instinctive it's instinctive that's it uh we don't need to we don't we are such a nice small um friendly community we gotta stay friendly all our everyone that's single string shooters in my opinion anyway i mean you know what i mean it's like yeah it don't matter if you're olympic recurve and you're using a sight or you're you're using a longbow or a, a primitive bow you know with wood arrows and and stone tips um let people shoot the way they want to shoot and, and be happy yeah. with it and there's some guys that are lights out i mean you're shooting what 40 yards and taking fish out you know sure. <laughs> so um that ain't easy that ain't no. easy with the reflection on the water that's interesting go back to that just a little bit so um i didn't know that because i don't i don't i don't fish like i don't bow fish what do you call it bow fishing uh bow fishing. Yeah. i've never done it before it's just uh you know in science class they teach you about light refraction yep and so as the light comes down into the water it refracts you know through the water so the images appear differently than what they actually are yeah and so uh usually you're at an angle you know unless you're in a boat shooting straight down at them you know which a lot of guys do they're like one yard shot you know yeah Whack. i mean yeah. you're not gonna miss and if you do you know you might as well just drive the boat hey anyway. but, but but hey let me stop you there for a second one yard shot or two yard shot whatever mm -hmm you got to do that instinctively. Yeah. How the hell can you aim at a one yard shot? It's, it's. Yeah. Like, even if they don't even know they're doing it, they're doing it. They're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry. I wanted to mention that. And so, you know, 
we do a lot of bank shooting, walk shooting. We just travel around our creek systems here and rivers, and we're usually shooting off the bank. So the more of an angle you are, the more light refraction causes. So the fish is actually way closer than you think it is, what it appears to be when you're looking down. So you learn to shoot low than where the fish is. So it looks like you're gonna shoot right under it, but really you're going dead on. Oh, okay, okay. And then that's just more of experience, you know, of you just know where to shoot. Yeah, it's it's compiling instinctive upon instinctive upon instinctive, right? It's like you're not gonna go, well, I gotta shoot one inch underneath that because you know, yeah, um, ten yards, I'm twenty yards, I'm two, you know, you know, yeah. there's just a lot of you know instinctive. So hey, and, what's your? Go ahead. And you know, it still happens in fishing too. You kind of get the buck fever. I don't know how many fish my wife and I shoot that are 40 pounds, but we shoot these little gar that are only inch and a half wide at 20 yards, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of get flustered, you know, and it happens to the best of us. <laughs> that that's awesome. Hey, um, I'm interested in this still. Let's stay on this topic for a second. What's your bow setup for fishing? How how's it how do you set that up? It's the AMS uh, bow fishing reel. Um, it's a bottle retriever system. Give me one second and I'll just show everybody. That would be cool, actually. So yeah, if, uh, if anyone wants to go bow fishing, this would kind of, um, you know, and you have traditional uh, gear, uh, this sounds like the way to go. Right. And there's other companies too that offer just just as well equipment, but this is the uh, okay. AMS bottle retriever, and yeah. it works on a, a clutch system like a, a a wheel. Yeah. So you can reel your line back in. Okay. And this is old. I mean, this is so rigged up with my old. <laughs> <laughs> they come much nicer than this now. Um, uh, did good. you put did you put screws into the riser there? This one I did. This was one of my old bows, and I put some inserts in so I could screw screw it right on. But they do make uh, if you order one of these for your bow, they make the traditional mount. Oh, it's good. a brass with the rubber straps, and then yeah. that screws onto that unit, so you're not damaging your bow or having to tap into your riser. But, yeah, we're not all boyers. We can't have like multiple bows, and I'm not gonna. I'm not drilling holes through my 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 expensive bows. Yeah. And then uh, there's so many options on arrows. You know, this is the bow fishing arrow. So when it goes in, it, it bar. You know, hooks yeah. back with barbs, and then to pull your arrow, you just loosen the tip, slide your barbs forward, and then pull the arrow out. That's very awesome. simple, very effective but it's very addictive. So, hey, um, bow fishing arrows, you say there's a bunch of variety. In, I, I'm, I'm genuinely curious, and you're the only one that's ever been on my show to talk about bow fishing, just FYI. Um, no. I, I'm actually curious. So I don't actually, see, like I see that one type that you're showing right there. Now, mm -hmm. is it, are they rated in terms of, you know, um, you know, 400s, 500s? Uh, there's different, uh, there's like, uh, you can get like carbon graphite arrows now, um, that are lighter. These are just fiberglass rod, basically like an antenna, 
I mean, yeah. they're rugged. But uh, so do you have to tune? Are you tuning your bow to that? Just mentally. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like, are they too? It's just a fiberglass rod, and they're heavy. I don't even know how many. I should measure or see how heavy they are, but they're heavy. So, yeah, I mean, once you bring your form up, you know, you keep your frame, but you just yeah do what you yeah. got to do at your at your hips, like you. Yeah, like in a tree stand. Right. Um. Yep. So there's a whole huge adjustment there. A guy just showed up uh, yesterday with his bow and I did some stuff for him and we ended up shooting in the backyard while I've been bow fishing the whole time. And I picked up my old uh, carbon arrow over here. It's <laughs> way over the target. Way off. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, there's a learning learning curve there. That's interesting. How long have you been bow fishing now, did you say? Almost 30 years now. All right, hey, that's kind of, that's sort of interesting. I mean, you know, off season, that's nothing better. Are you are you shooting out of a bass boat or something like that, or do you have like a? No, we've just. Uh, I do have a canoe that I built a black platform for, and okay. it has pontoons that you can stand up on and shoot off. And we used to, our river system used to flood almost every spring. And so all the bottom land, bottom field, cornfield and stuff would be flooded. All those fish just come up in those fields and we used to just cruise around and that, it was awesome. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. But most you know, of the time, you know, we just run to the creek bridges. If they watch my YouTube videos, you'll see we're always just shooting off the bank, off the river banks, find a school of them somewhere and just, you know, yeah, grip and rip it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> grip and rip it. Hey, um, are you are you watching alone at all? Not yet. I'm trying right. to save it all so I can binge watch the whole series. <laughs> okay, so for those people who don't know, Alone is a show on I don't know, TBS. I don't I don't know what's on. But anyway, it's really History Channel, maybe. Um, yep. but anyway, it's it's a really cool show. And they typically so they drop you off in British Columbia somewhere and then it's tough but and if you haven't watched it watch it because Clay Hayes is currently on that show right now he's one of our traditional archery um, content creators like Ray myself and a few others um, but he's 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 really doing the traditional archery community uh, good I you know you would think that he would think about this I'm, I'm just I'm not gonna give any spoilers away but he doesn't fish with a with his bow but he, he is going after big game or he's going after game uh, with his bow and he, he has a he has a bow out there but that would have been good too if he could rig yeah. that up so they could fish that way. I, I wouldn't put it past him before the season's over <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a good point maybe he will maybe he'll surprise us but anyway uh shout out to clay hayes man go get it um we're hoping that you win uh, and, and, you know, you're doing a really good job on the uh, traditional archery, for traditional archery in general. If you go on Play Hayes' YouTube channel, he just put up a bow fishing video. He shot a huge gar with his bow he used up there. Say that, say that again. You were kind of cut off just a little bit. Uh, people go on Clay Hayes' YouTube channel. He just put up a video a few weeks ago of him shooting a gar in Florida with that bow. The one that he took on the show? I believe it was the one, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I'd have yeah. to ask him, but I think so. Yeah. 
He's he's a good, he's a good dude, um, and we're yeah. like fingers crossed that he won that thing, man. Um, yeah. it, it's it's so it's so exciting for us uh, being in the community. Um, hey, so one piece of advice: what if you're if a new archer for a new archer, someone calls you up and says, "Hey, Ray, I, I've never shot traditional before. Maybe I'm coming from compound. Maybe I don't have. I've never shot a bow before in my life. I heard your bows are really good." I want you to send me one, but can you help me learn to aim or shoot? How do you shoot this stupid thing? What's a good piece of advice that you would give a new archer? Um, if they have a target to shoot at, yep. like a bag target or whatever, take a trash can black bag, cover that thing up and just shoot it with an arrow and then try to hit that arrow with the next arrow until you find where you don't have it, don't start out with the ring target. That'll throw you completely off. Okay. And just start trying to follow that arrow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. No distractions, just hit the bag and then try to remember what you did to do that and do it again and repeat the process. And if anything, get proper form right off the bat. You know, there's so many tutorials Jeff Cavanaugh has all those old YouTube tutorials on proper form, shooting form, anchor point release, everything. Watch them, rewatch them. Most, mostly it's just consistency and learning your bow. Yeah. And uh, one, I used to help with kids shooting archery. This is a whole other thing, but my sister and I started the NAS program in our school here. Oh, nice. Which is the national archery, so, national archery in the schools program. Yep. Nice. And so I was helping kids, and uh, one thing I learned is their up and down is great. Usually, they get that quick, but their left and right is horrible. So what we always did was cover the bag, hang a string over the bag, and you'll see other archers tell this in tutorials or whatnot. Don't worry about up and down just hit the string and yeah. that'll bring your vision into where you need to be left and right and then work on your up and down ah okay that's good that's so, good I you know don't start out with the circle targets just a plain bag maybe a piece of scotch tape right in the middle hit that piece of scotch tape you know right so aim brain focus yeah aim small miss small focus on that one little spot and that's it so yeah. like by what brian ferguson used to say about the center of a beach ball is the same size as the center of an aspirin that's right he said i can hit an aspirin because it's the same center is the center is the center yeah. it's exactly. like it doesn't get any bigger <laughs> nope still the same yeah <laughs> yeah he had a good show he used to put on a good show all the time yeah um, and um um, we know we know you know you and i were talking we know we know some good trick shooters trick shot shooters and you know kavanaugh started a lot of this to be honest with you let's blame him right let's he's blame him he's what put, they call the what they call him the og yeah the, that's what old, that's all his kids say. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is og he is og he's a good dude i i know that he's uh he's currently got a, a, an article um, and I know they shared it with you as well that he's trying to get published. Uh, and it talks a lot about instinctive archery yeah. and be, be quite with on, quite honest with you. There's, there's really no better ambassador for instinctive archery than he is. 
right. maybe a few others, but I mean, he, he's, he's definitely one of the reasons I got back into archery. Um, you know, I took some time off, I got back into it, but I w- then I went on YouTube and I was like, wow, this dude can shoot this good. Um, you know, I, I, that's an aspiration, right? That's something to look forward to. So I, I don't, I hate, you know, we, every show I, I get on, I, I feel like I'm talking about Kavanaugh, but he really was one of the reasons that I, I got going. And he's the reason why you and I are talking, um, right? Cause yeah. he, he said, you got to talk to this guy. He's pretty cool. So, it, you know, it's been great having you on the show. Yeah. Uh, do you got anyone else that you kind of, you know, when you're thinking about um, archery and sort of like Kavanaugh's one of my mentors, is there anyone that would stand out to you in terms of mentors or? Oh, like we were talking about earlier, um, just a series of people over the years, like a lot of no names, you know, nobody will even know who they are. I used to be friends with a big boyer down in Kansas and he's gone now, you know, nobody will ever know him. And he taught me a lot of things, but we used to shoot the traditional shoots and Spanky Brooks. Yeah, from Kansas. We used to camp with him. Yeah. And uh, he was actually able to teach my wife how to shoot because I could never explain to my wife how I shoot. And she just was like, well, that doesn't make any sense, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, Spanky was one to be able to break it down for her. And she was, oh, we were always chasing her arrows in the woods, you know. And after that, she never lost an arrow. It was always foam, no matter what. So, yeah, I, I've had the pleasure of shooting with Spanky too. And, and, you know, he's just really good at picking up that one thing. It's like, Hey, you know, in general here, fix this. And you're going to be so much better archer. He was saying I wasn't in, coming into alignment ever, you know, I was collapsing every single time. Right. Now I still do that a little bit. I, well, a lot more than I'd like to, but it, I think about that time that Spanky told me, Hey, come back into full alignment and you'll be better. Right. Off. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yep. And there's just been a lot of different influential people over the years, you know, and there's so many people on Instagram that are just amazing, you know. Yeah. Hey, tell, tell us that story about your wife and Spanky. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, we were, uh, we, used to, we used to camp with, uh, our, I'll let the people know, we used to have traditional shoots and it was free camping all weekend. So there was just all traditional archers um we had the footed shaft used to come down yeah and a bunch of other uh people from all over the country and so we'd all just camp and hang out and we used to camp next to spanky brooks and his family and and uh, my wife was asking him questions about you know how do you get so good she said how many arrows do you shoot a day he's like oh, i shoot at least 100 arrows a day and my wife says i don't have that many arrows <laughs> so it was great. It's so good, man. That's such yeah. a good story. <laughs> That's such a good story. Hey, um, uh, with that, hey, thanks very much for coming on the show and and, and just being great uh, guest. I really appreciate you. And thanks for doing such hard work, you know, being a boyer and, and keeping the tradition of, um, you know, that alive as well, too. So really appreciate that. And great chat on, on, on fishing. Now that's really cool. I think that that's something that, you know, you can do in the off season, uh, to really get better at archery. So anytime you can yeah, do hunting, you know, especially as I want to say in the Midwest area, we've been, uh, overtaken by the invasive species of the jumping silver carp, 
the big head Asians and stuff. So as a as an outdoorsman and a conservationist or anything that you are, you're doing everybody a favor by going out there and hunting those because they're taken away from our natural habitat of our fish that are already native to here. Yeah. So as much as we can cut them down, we'll never get rid of them. They're here to stay forever, but it helps. Get, get, get help. Every, every little bit helps get out there and shoot. Anytime you're shooting, you're, you're getting better. And so you can, you know, and it's just fun to shoot a bow, right? It's just fun to shoot a bow. Exactly. <laughs> all right again thanks ray for for joining us thanks everyone for sticking around really appreciate that this is really good we i will be at etar this year uh, at least ray you're not going to be there this year unfortunately oh. you're off to new mexico but you know check him out on um instagram if you are interested in bows hit him up uh, dm and, and uh get a bow it's be awesome you know and, and just yeah. enjoy traditional archery the traditional way um if you're at ETAR and you want to get interviewed like this, or you know someone that wants to get interviewed, please uh, leave me a DM or even comment on this video, and uh, I'll be sure to, to, to meet up with you. It's going to be great there. Um, until we talk again, everyone, thanks very much, and uh, appreciate your time.